put it on a shirt, turn it to a show Just to show this ain't a joke I'm never gonna choke when I'm tying up the rope So here we fucking go It's time to get real gassed It's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last It's the doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last Doom and gloom podcast It's finally here at last The doom and gloom podcast Hello? Hey, how's it going? You alright? I'm alright, how are you? <laughs> Pretty good do you know what's really interesting about this whole thing is trying to guess what people's accents are going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what I thought yours was going to be, but yeah. saying that I did um, a phone interview with me on Black Dog, like he featured me in the design, and I was questioning what you were going to sound like. Yeah, so strange because I don't really even show my face um, at all, or hardly. Yeah, that's why I had to message you about it. You said you don't really put your face on anything, and then when I actually had a look at your account, there isn't much you like, so I didn't have a clue what you were gonna look like or who you were, sort of thing. Mm, I think it's that, um, it's quite nice, I guess, to start yeah. a brand that way, but then ultimately you can't keep going like that. Eventually, you have to start showing who you are, otherwise, people just don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's a fair point. So, I've not really done much preparation for this like it was quite easy with rumscum the other day because we've had such a back and forth but um yeah. with you i've not really had much interaction yeah that's fair yeah so um hopefully it's not as awkward as it's going to seem <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to no, talk about sorry it should be fine i hope so i mean i can edit it so it's not as bad but yeah um i'm guessing do you want to talk about what like your profile and your tattoo one or are you just gonna We'll talk about just your tattoo side of stuff. Um, I can do both pretty much. They're both pretty much like linked by this point. Pretty much essentially just like, you know, I'm 21 from Rotherham, literally nothing special, and I somehow managed to get one tattoo apprenticeship and I'm fucking sorted with it. Um, basically just, I don't know. We're in a shitty job. And my girlfriend one day just looked at me and was like, why don't you just try and get into tattoos? that point I was like getting tired more and more by people and I realised that it's actually something that I did quite enjoy so then I just fucking went for it through constantly painted as much as well still learning to paint and then managed to plug my way into a studio where I've been helping out and stuff for a while um, and yeah that's pretty much it. I think um, that's the bit that like fascinates me the most about tattoo artists is like I really like art and I really like drawing but I've never been confident enough to feel that I could put something permanent on someone's body. So, like, what made you think of that, I guess? Like, because it terrifies me, like, making a mistake. Yeah, it, it really does with me, and that's why, like, I'm only just learning to paint. Um, because, like, it's the same in that respect. Once you put it on the paper or the skin or whatever, it's there. You can't change it. Like, you can try and, you know, fix it, but sometimes there's no fixing it. But I don't know, I just kind of like the challenge of it, like, cool, that's what it looks like on paper or on an iPad. Transfer it on your skin. And I just think that is just the coolest fucking thing. Mm, it really is. But like I said, it absolutely terrifies me. Like, um, really enjoyed art when I was younger, and then the second I found out that photography was not easier, but like, you could have, I always had ideas of what I wanted to draw, and it would never look like what I wanted. Whereas yeah. with photography, I felt like I could have an idea or like see the photo and it would actually look exactly like I wanted. Yeah. So I always fell back on photography rather than like art. But I, I think, yeah, being a tattoo artist would be amazing. It's just that 
big fear of fucking up, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, the only thing I've tattooed as of yet is an orange, and I've never put more concentration into anything than doing that. And like, that was just an orange, and I was like, well, I don't want to fuck it up. It's not even fair. Mm, that's when true. I, when I first do that, people, I will shit myself. <laughs> but obviously, like, I'll start on myself first, so it's fine. That's true. So what is the, like... Um, the process of being uh, an apprentice is it you do several years or is it like once your mentor says you're good then you can go and tattoo people or it's an awkward one it really varies with the, the studio that I'm at with Vibration Chef um, it's you do six months of you are an, well I two months of helping out to prove that I actually you know wanted to be there with the guys and stuff um, and I'd been going to that studio for a good, like, years. Yeah, I started going when I was like, in fact, no, it'd have been actually about a year, but I'd got that much that they all knew me and stuff, so, like, I did extra stuff with them and went out with them every now and again and stuff. And then it was like, right, cool, you've helped out for long enough, you want to be an apprentice. And then you do six months of just basically being shop help, so set up for people, break down, clean, you know, draw every single second of every day, stuff like that. Mm. And then once the six months is up, it's like, right, now you can start to tie So they'll sit down with you and be like, right, these are the things you need to buy. You know, we'll go through and then they sit down with you and teach you how to do it on like fake skin and proof and stuff. And then it's basically just progression of how quickly you can go. Some people like tie fake skin and stuff for six months then do themselves and within, I don't know, three months they might be charging 20 quid per tattoo because they're going quite good. Some people it could be longer, shorter. It's a really weird one with it because it's just like when you end up starting tattooing stuff and then eventually prices start to go up and whatnot and then it's just essentially whenever you're with like the mentor and they just go, yeah you're good enough now. So it can be like, it's usually like if you're technically Yeah, so is that your current goal then? Are you thinking full tattoo artist in, in a couple of years? or? Uh, definitely, yeah. That's, that I'm pretty much, as long as I keep my head down with it, I'm pretty much set with it now. And it, it's the only thing that I've wanted to do for the last few years now. Now I'm actually in, I, I don't know how I've managed to do it, but I just feel very grateful for it all. Yeah, it does seem like you're quite lucky. Like I've never really known exactly what I wanted to do in life. And to have that like skill set like you've got, and then the passion for wanting to be a tattoo artist is quite is quite cool. Well, it wasn't even. I'm not one of these to be like, oh, I want to be a tattoo artist until I'm like, you know, twelve or whatever. I always wanted to be a graphic designer up until like the age of like seventeen. <laughs> it's really funny because I did as well, and then I think when I was at college, everyone was like, you don't want to be a graphic designer. There's too many. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was similar with me. It was like there's a lot of them anyway. And then when I actually came to the point where like, cool, I'm going to legally tick off now, let's actually have a look at jobs and stuff. And I was looking at all the graphics I have, and it's just like, I didn't get qualifications for anything. I had no interest in doing it. Um, and it was like, cool, yeah, you can't get a graphic design job basically without either grinding for five to ten years, working your way up to get somewhere where you can get straight away with a degree. And then you still got to do 
I didn't fancy him doing that. And then, I don't know, it just kind of fell hand in hand then. The older I got, the more tattoos I got, the more I started hanging around tattoos and stuff. And I was like, yep, this seems fucking cool. And I love tattoos and everything in the history of art and stuff. So. Mm. It's, it generally seems that like there's something quite um, free about that like job. Yeah, definitely. It's, it can be massively stressful at times, but it's a lot more like relaxed and more laid back than like typical 9 to 5 in an office sort of thing. Yeah. You've got a bit more like freedom with what you want to do because you can just design anything that you want to do. So you have a lot of freedom with it. It is pretty cool. Nice. So what or who are your influences or do you have any artists that have inspired your like designs or um, a lot of traditional sort of style is my sort of thing yeah um, that's my preferred anyway so like death medley on instagram that i work with benji he does quite a lot of my stuff um but he's you know he was the one that sat down with me and taught me through all the tattoo and stuff and you know he constantly gave me even when i was just you know kid going into the studio and just showing people my portfolio, he'd been the one that I've tattooed by the most, so he always will like, you know, send me anything and I'll critique it, stuff like that, so it's naturally had a bit of like progression with him. Oh, that's good. Um, and then, pretty much quite a lot of people, um, just random trad tattoo artists that I've met and spoke to, like Danny Light tattooed my hands, and speaking to him, he was giving me little tips in general it's quite a lot um who else it's like benji oh mike who i work with as well he does mainly like black and gray and anime tattoos sort of thing that's his style and then he was the one where he was kind of like you can do trad and you should do it you've got like 700 trad designs in your wallet why not have a look at pushing something else as well just so then if trad ever does out of style you know you can do that black work and that skin will change and stuff like that yeah. That's why at the minute my stuff's kind of a bit everywhere. Like it's still trad, but it's going a bit everywhere, and that's kind of down to that. So then, when it actually comes to it, I can literally tattoo anyone that wants it. So. Mm, that's really cool. It seems like you're surrounded by some decent people that are actually trying to push you and help you in the right direction, which is nice. Definitely, yeah. The guys there are really good, but there's like I think including me, there's eight of us. So cool. there is a lot of people. That must be a big popular tattoo shop then honestly everybody assumes it's big it's really not that big it's above uh, a spa on Ecclesall Road and a restaurant mm-hmm. so it's about like probably one and a half shops on average size yeah. just on one floor and we're just kind of like shoved in like every bit <laughs> but we, we managed to get it to work nice I think I've almost gone through all my questions um I put one on here, so you kind of talked around like obviously you want to be a tattoo artist, and I think that's probably your current goal. But like, what's your life goal? What would be the thing that would make you the most happy? Oh, um, well, that's a deep question, that you know. Mm. Um, it probably would just be one thing I've always wanted to do, and this would probably make me very happy. Um, and this kind of links back to the last question. There's a lot of tattooists in Asia and like South Korea that are very good what they do and nobody really knows about them because obviously in that country tattoos aren't like frowned upon 
I'd love to be able to tattoo for a few years, sort of be like full rate and be fucking smashed them out left, right and centre. And then go on guests somewhere like that would be really cool. Yeah, that would. have to learn like a whole new language, go on guests over there, find someone that you know, that sort of thing. And I'd just be like, I'd just be one. Mm, that sounds really nice. You just... You'd end up travelling and, and paying for your travel with your tattoos and then learning other styles and skills. Pretty much, yeah, because their style it is it is mainly traditional, but they've just got such a weird spin on it, and everything's just, you can tell it's them. Yeah. But there's just, like, ten people that all work in, like, four different studios, and they all know each other, but the style is just, ah, it's just so weird, but I love it. Like it's just so expensive and a fourteen hour flight just to go over here to get tattooed, so I can't afford that if I look from it. Yeah. Yeah, that that would mainly though like the easiest one would be like just tattoo for a few years, just literally be a tattooist, and then eventually, you know, move out of my parents' house and buy my own house and stuff and move on. Nice. Are you one of these people that want to own their own tattoo shop or would you be quite happy just kind of working? Everywhere and anywhere. Yeah, I don't know for now, but probably, eventually, probably, yeah. I think everybody in their own mind would like to be your own boss, but obviously right now I just don't know any business stuff around it. Mm. It it would be cool to have your own studio, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have you got any questions for me or anything else you want to talk about? Um, Actually, I thought about some when you write it down, completely forgot, and then started drawing instead. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of questions in here. There's actually some that I actually do think now off the top of my head. Like, how long and what made you, like, decide to just start a clothing company? And, like, how long was it planned? Uh, it was years ago, so I really wanted to do it. I think, like I kind of said, really liked graphic design, really liked doing art. I liked yeah. the whole photography, web design that kind of side of it and then I was like I wanted a job or a skill that wrapped everything up um and I've never really I suppose talked about I was going to do an episode around like my influences and other people that inspire me and stuff but I think uh, a brand called Johnny Cupcakes was absolutely massive for me so he's in uh, from America and I've met him a bunch of times and just got absolutely inspired by his level of like what he does with his brand it's amazing and then so yeah from there I was like well I have all these skills and things that I really enjoy I could wrap it all up and I could start like a t-shirt company that would be quite good Uh, and then I kind of foolishly did it with some friends and stuff and that didn't work out and that was in like 2012 Um, and then it was yeah a couple of yeah a good while yeah and it's really annoying because like I see all these things now that kind of inspire me where it's like you only fail when you quit, and like as soon as you give up, then that's it's over. I'm like, oh, if I'd have just kept at it rather than stopping, I'd yeah. be bigger now. But yeah, so stopped for a bunch of years, didn't really do anything, and then one day just thought, you know what, I'm not happy in my nine to five shitty job, so I should have a hobby or something. And then I was like, oh, I remember when I wanted to do this, and then just started doing it again, and it's been real nice the last year and a bit I've tried loads of different things which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast and I think it's it's a nice way to 
interact with people, like randomly put on there, anyone want to chat? And you were like, yep. So haven't really had that much back and forth, but it's it's quite nice. I think it's going to be something that will work quite well, just randomly chatting to people. So, so like, it's like from you was actually how like I started to follow Rum Skull and whatnot because I found you did a collab with him a good while ago, didn't you? And uh, I saw him from that, and I was like, that art's pretty cool. And then clicked on it and followed him and whatnot. Yeah. So like, you do actually find cool stuff from you know a random clothing company and they because I didn't know anything about you back then. Hmm. I think that's something that I've wanted to do. Like I've seen um, other brands that don't say who the artist is. They're like, fair enough, you have to spend money. And some people want to do designs for free and they do it for promotions. Other want to like be paid, which is fine. But then I, I don't see the point in not promoting people. Like I think that's exactly that's it. That's I think that's the difference. Um, certainly, what I try and do anyway is like. I'll promote the hell out of anyone if I think something's really good. Yeah. Like, I do it now. If I see something, if I'm scrolling through Instagram and something appears in my story and I'm not following this person, I'll click on it, I'll look through their work, I'll probably like a couple of things, I'll comment on some stuff, and then I might even share it. Like, that's yeah. the whole point of being social, isn't it? Is to, you know, share and talk to people, and it just baffles me that other people don't do it. It is absolutely crazy. So what about um, what, who or, yeah, what's your top br- band? Like, what sort of music are you into? Um, oh, my music's a bit varied. Um, one like some have massive note is Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Love Machine Gun Kelly to the point where I have double X tattoos behind my ear. <laughs> um, See, I haven't actually listened yeah. to his stuff that much, but. See, I really hate that song. That's so annoying. That one that was popular. Oh, see, I, yeah, I wasn't bothered at first, but honestly, the more you hear her music, it's actually pretty good. Fair enough. I've always found, so like, something I found when I was at college was that, um, I guess it was just who I was surrounded by, but we were all into metal. Like, absolutely loved it. But it seemed like, and it still kind of rings true today, that People that like metal generally like every type of music there is, and they're not afraid to listen to anything. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't find it in any other type of people. Like people that yeah, really like pop music are like, "Oh, I love, I love all music," and you're like, "Do you though?" And then you put on some metal, and they fucking hate it. Yeah, you never find like the drum and bass girl that loves listening to like death metal. Yeah, but then the people that are into death metal just see or like 
they seem to just be all over everything and they don't care. They're like they'll happily put on like Taylor Swift or whatever. Like it's so odd. And they seem to be the people that are most accepting as well. Definitely with that. But then I also think that comes down to a lot of it. And I think this is a lot of the reason why I like Tyrese in general. Is when, you know, you were this like Bojo and Pillars and all these bands and stuff. They were all in like the metal and like pop punk and punk scene and all that sort of stuff. They all had tattoos and piercings and all of that. So then the more music that I've listened to, They seem to be like some of the nicest people, which is cool. So I've had it a lot um, when I've started at different like places, and they're, they're like, "Oh, you sound really posh." Right. It's really odd. Like, so I've kind of moved around a bit. I was born in Devon, moved to Cambridge for a bunch of years, and then I've lived in Norfolk, like Norwich, for ages. Right. So I don't really have a, a specific accent yeah i guess i'm just kind of i don't know boring i guess I, like it's weird No, I've not. They do. They'll instantly be like, "Oh, that's that place where this was a thing a few years ago where it was just full of pedophiles and viewers." <laughs> so I'm like, I'm from Sheffield. If I go anywhere any further, I'm just, but, I don't want to be seen that I'm from Sheffield. Just mention this place. It's good. <laughs> See, I think I realised the other week that my um, geography is just terrible. But didn't know where Robin was, but I know where Sheffield is because I went there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I hope so. I think um, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm trying to be realistic. And I know that this is like a um, I need to do this forever, basically, for it to be for it to fulfill anything for me. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think the, the four to five years seems to be something that's in my head where I reckon four to five years, if I keep going the way I am, I should be able to go part time at my shitty job and then yeah. do this half and half and then hopefully that'll be the point where it starts to take off more um, but it'd be real nice to own a store or something I've really got this idea in my head like again I've never properly skated but I'd really like to have like a mini skate coffee t-shirt store I think that would be amazing that'd be pretty cool yeah that would be pretty cool and then like have the warehouse above it or to the side and then like print some t-shirts and, and do stuff there and then have like I don't know workshops where you can hire out the coffee side and we can show you how to make coffee or you can 
come back and we'll do some t-shirt prints and just kind of have a real community going because I feel like that'd be yeah. amazing rather than just here's some t-shirt. Yeah, that's something that would be definitely unique and a bit different and you don't get that anywhere. Yeah, I think that experience would just be really fun. The whole, you know, come down, we'll teach how to do some coffees, we'll have like a skate. Um, yeah. I just want it to be a nice hangout place. I think that's ultimately what I'd, I'd really yeah. like to do. I don't want it to just be here's some t-shirts here's another design because i think people will get bored of that they'll have the way i say it is people want to support something if they can see more of it so if there's that if there's that like community side of it you know who's running it you know about them then that kind of i think is going to massively help so like i spoke about um spoke about johnny cupcakes and he does that so his brand is very much him you know, he's the owner. Like, I think I'm friends with his mum on Facebook still. Like, he's a millionaire. But I met his mum at the London store when it opened. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. It's crazy. He's like... There's a brand up here for a bit. It shut down now. But um, if you ever heard of one called Nice Store, um, owned by a dude called Ben, who is like, you know, he's designed everything for us and whatnot. And they do, like, crossovers with other people. They have a little shop in Cheshire. And that was really popular because it was like, you know, you saw him, he knew who he was. And he put a lot of like, you know, hangout stuff on sort of thing. And that was really successful while it was open. It sounds like you want to do something similar to that, but with a bit more of like a spin on it sort of thing, rather than just a small little tiny shop. Yeah, I don't, It's. I think I've just always wanted to own my own business. I'm trying to think of ways to spread it as much as possible. So it's not just like one thing. Because if I had like the t-shirts, the skates shop side of it, the coffee store, then it's not one thing. And you'd come in for like a coffee and you'd see the designs or you'd see people hanging out skating or whatever. And it's just that not, it's the more than one. Because yeah. I think that's the issue now where like I'm just on Instagram and I try and push all the other stuff. But it's very hard not to focus everything on Instagram. And I think that's the same with the brand. Like if you focus just on here are some t-shirts, here's some designs, then eventually people are just going to get bored. Um, yeah. That was the point I was making. So yeah, Johnny Cupcakes is someone that is very much like, you see him, you know about behind the brand stuff, he promotes it so much and you get a real sense of like personality. And then the other brand, which I followed uh, years ago as well, is Abandoned Ship. Oh yeah, and yeah he, I still follow that. Yeah, yeah he, he's another one that's, he shares his life and his story and you instantly, you see his art and you're like, oh, well that, like, I get it. And then... Yeah, you put, like, the brand to, like, the face then. It seems a lot more personal. Yeah, I think I need to start doing that more, which, um, again, is kind of the whole point of the podcast because uh, then people are going to hear me, eventually probably start seeing me if I record these on YouTube or and yeah. know me better rather than just, like I keep saying, here's a, here's a T-shirt with a design on it. Like, and hope they care because it's that's the hardest thing starting out is you have something really cool and you put it up and then no one sees it or people see it but no one buys it and that's really disheartening so to get to the point where people are seeing stuff some people are buying it i don't want to go backwards yeah because then it feels like you've just kind of wasted a bit yeah so i mean the other thing i'm thinking of is like i think Romscum said about doing he wants to do a live and on instagram and did i want to go like live with him whatever i think that would be great because 
he's probably going to find it better because he's not going to be on his own and feeling like he has to fill all the uh, talk time or whatever. And then it'll be good for me because I'll have a live where I can chat and interact with people as well. So I think that I'm going to do more where it's like, here I am, this is the brand, like these are the things I, I want to achieve and and stuff. I've th- been thinking about doing, um, so I've been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty Warzone. I don't know if you're a gamer or... Cool. I've not played it myself, but I've seen it, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So I've been playing a lot with um, Tom from 8-Bit Core. Who's a... I don't know who he is. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a real cool guy. He runs the brand called 8-Bit Core. Um, right. But we've been playing a lot of it, and then I've been playing with someone else, and it's. I think that would be fun as well if I could somehow start streaming on Twitch. Yeah. So it'd yeah. be like... Yeah, and then try and get interact with more people, and then promote that, and say like, "Come hang, like we'll make a team, we'll stream it, we'll have a bit of a laugh." Because I think that's needed more in this stage of, because there's so many t-shirt brands that do so many similar things, and it is that like, tattoo style apparel that everyone seems to be into, but there's so many of those brands. Yeah. So. so yeah, and I'm hoping that that's kind of the the key to it, I guess, is all this other stuff that I'm trying to think of. Yeah, no, I, I think it's one of them where all this other stuff as well is cool stuff to do in general, but also it can just help on the side without you noticing it will help promote the brand in general. Mm. So I do think it is a good idea with it, and it, it just makes it all a bit more involved. You're not just, you know, buying a t-shirt from a company and that's it then. There is a bit more of a sort of like community, like you were saying. Yeah, I think that's definitely needed now because if you if you buy a t-shirt because the design's cool and you wear it, but then someone's like, where'd you get that t-shirt? And you're like, oh, I just bought it off the internet. And you're not really promoting that brand. There's that kind of breakdown. Whereas if you've shown who you are and what you stand for and like some values of the brand and people get it, they're more likely to promote you, I guess. That's the idea I had in my head anyway. So. And what is uh, the shitty 9 to 5 that you have then? <laughs> I work in a supermarket, All right. which is, uh, it's, it's real nice. It's not a bad job. It's just at the moment, like I see all these other like creators and in it, just Instagram people and brands and they're really pushing hard. And I'm like, because ah. they're obviously all off because they're on like lockdown and quarantine or whatever. And I'm still having to work pretty hard. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think everyone that is off and they've got that like side hustle or passion that they can do when they're not at work, they need to be like doubling down on it now. Yeah, definitely. Which is what I thought of yesterday. Like, I recorded a podcast where it was just me talking, and I was like, "Fuck, I need I need to do more." And then I put that message up, and I think you repl- you replied, and three or four other people, and I'm gonna try and do every single person today. Cause. Uh, <laughs> and I think I, I think you yeah the first person to say yes and I was like screw it like why not like, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity I, I, I do appreciate it that's alright I mean I'm not getting many listens but if it if it takes off and people go back and listen to how shit the, the first couple were 
they'll then hear about you and maybe check you out. So it might be good for you as well. Yeah, well, I'll share it as well when it goes up. So you'll get probably about three people that might click on you. I don't get many views either, to be honest. <laughs> well, um, we'll have to work out a design or something together. I've, I've actually got some stuff drawn up. I just need to do some little tweak bits to them um, that I think you might like. The message isn't that positive. I don't know, I struggle to put words with designs, so that's one flaw of mine. Yeah. I mean, like, it, I can send you over what I've got, and then we just have to play around with it, to be honest. That'd be cool. I mean, it's not necessarily needed. I think it's just that that's what I've got, is, like, I'm trying to be that like, little bit different, and I think that is enough yeah. at the moment, where it's, like, it's either a dark design with a positive spin, or a positive design with a dark message kind of attached to it, so one or the other, yeah. but it doesn't have to be. I just think it... It is nice because everything I've done so far kind of links to that message. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll definitely try and do something positive with that. Oh, that'd be amazing. Cool. Well, that's like 35 minutes at the moment. Probably when I chop it down, it'll be 30-ish. So I don't know if there's anything else you got you want to chat about or... That's fine. I, I'm not someone who's like super chatty, so I think, again, this is me stretching myself and going outside of my comfort zone, so it's quite nice. No, it's the same with me on that one. Like, it's one of these where if you've never fought someone as well over the phone, now you're just trying to, like, think of a back and forth. You do just go a bit blank. Yeah. It's, that's the thing I like, and I hate talking on the phone as well, so... Yeah, no, I'm completely the same. <laughs> I think it's one of them as well where, like, because I listen to quite a few different podcasts and stuff, and, like, sometimes you hear somebody sound a bit awkward on it, and you're like, come on. Yeah, that's it as well, and all these people have amazing voices, and I think mine just sounds really boring, and, like, I mumble my way through shit, like, so... Yeah, it is. It, it's, it's awkward sometimes. Mm, but then... There's certain things where you'll get used to the more you do it. That's the thing, but the way I keep looking at stuff like this is that there's probably a million other people that want to do it that aren't doing it. And I've taken the risk to start doing it. So it's going to be shit to begin with. And then it will eventually get better. And then more people will listen. And then I'll be fine. But yeah. it's just that yeah, initial initial risk and pushing through the shit that I think a lot of people don't do or don't take. Yeah. I think that's one of the things where like, I was for a while so reluctant to like go into the type of sort of thing. Because like, I started drawing stuff up but then I just never post it. So I was like, well, what if I think it's good, but everyone else thinks it's shit? And that's one thing that I kind of had to push through that. Because eventually I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to post whatever. People can like it. People can not like it. You know, whatever. And mostly, it's all gone pretty positive. There's been the occasional ones where you've been like, that one's kind of shit. Okay, that's fine. But by this point, I've now just started to, you know, I've put like, there's over like a thousand different designs on my Instagram on like over a hundred posts so by this point I kind of don't care because there's that much out there that yeah something can't be for everyone and I think that's going to be the same sort of thing with YouTube and this eventually there's going to be that many podcasts on there that you get to the point where it's like you're confident with it so you're fine for it does that make any sense? Yeah no you're probably right I think the um the like fuck it mentality is something that I've struggled with for so long and I think I'm getting better at but it's such a hard thing like I think even those people that say they don't give a shit about what people think they do oh, yeah, you've, you've just got to find a way of hiding it or 
acting confidence. So cool. Well, I think that's kind of <laughs> naturally wrapped up, I guess. Yeah, I think it has that. <laughs> well, cheers for being what the second person on the podcast. So. No, 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 it was, first one was me and my fiance we were chatting about, like, the brand and she was asking me questions. Second one was with Rumscum. Uh, third one was the one I recorded yesterday. It was just me that I'm going to release probably today. And then, yeah, yeah, you're the fourth episode with the second guest. Oh, nice. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. That's right. I'll probably have to do it where, like, in a couple of months or in a year we get you back on and we're like, so, what's, what's changed? What's new? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm down. That sounds amazing. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming and uh, chatting with me. No worries. Thanks for uh, letting me on. <laughs> nice one. See you later.